With the current market conditions and what we have seen throughout the crypto industry, it highlights the importance of self-custody and holding your private keys with Bitcoin. Ledger, they're the largest crypto hardware wallet in the world. They're trusted by over 4 million customers. Their Ledger Live app makes it easy to securely manage, buy, and trade your crypto. If you do not control your own private keys, you simply do not own your Bitcoin. Exchanges that have had an exhaustive history of being hacked, not all but some. Horror wallets protect against you losing your funds. To get started today, go into the link in my show notes and start securing your Bitcoin assets with Ledger. Welcome back everyone to another edition of Insightful Principles. In today's content, I really wanna talk about some of the things I'm seeing within the housing market. I think a lot of people have been talking more recently about, you know, are we in the bubble when it comes to our housing market? Uh, will we possibly see some type of correction uh, with just uh, the home values uh, within the housing market and also what we're seeing from a demand standpoint on how interest rates is really playing a role with both sellers and buyers. Um, so I'm going to break all of that down uh, throughout this episode. And if you all could please do me a favor and continue to rate, uh, leave a review and share with your family and friends. Um, that's greatly appreciated. Uh, so the average mortgage rate right now for a 30-year fixed mortgage is at 6 to 7%. Uh, the 15-year fixed rate is at 5.5%. Um, so this just gives you an idea of uh, what the cost of debt, the cost of borrowing is at right now within the housing market. And the Federal Reserve, um, they have continued to you know raise rates much higher than where we, at, where, where we were at. Um, during early of 2022. Um, so we're definitely in a different landscape right now at the beginning of 2023. And this actually has been the highest increase uh, that we've seen with our mortgage rates since 2002. Now, when I was kind of doing some research, I noticed that back in the 1980s, uh, there actually were mortgage interest rates that were above 18%. Uh, but nonetheless, the cost of debt um, it's becoming much higher to purchase a home, and it also has impacted some of the demand within the housing market as well. Now, I was looking at uh, Realtors.com uh, housing data uh, for December of 2022, and some of the notable trends that really stood out to me is they talked about how the number of homes for sale uh, has increased by 54.7% compared to last year, uh, which means that inventory has been uh, steadily increasing, especially over the last quarter um, of last year in 2022. Uh, the data also shows that home sellers are less active this year, uh, with 21.0% fewer homes being listed for sale compared to last year. And the reason for this, I believe, is, you know, you have some sellers out there that are observing that interest rates have been going much higher. Um, right now, our federal funds rate is somewhere between 4.25 to 4.50 percent. So all that means is uh, that's the uh, interest rate uh, that banks will charge each other when they're lending uh, with their reserves. So that's playing a role uh, with just interest rates impacting uh, just the demand within the housing market. And, you know, a lot of people that are in those sellers positions, 
um, they're hesitant on selling their property right now because they don't necessarily want to have to pay for a higher cost on their next property. Because just imagine, you know, if you're a person that was able to lock in a mortgage rate um, in 2020 or 2021 when it was down at three to four percent. Uh, you certainly will have second thoughts on, you know, putting your home on a market when we see the cost of borrowing now is somewhere between six to seven percent. And it's much higher than how it was, you know, f a few years ago. Um, so some other notable trends in the Realtor uh, dot com housing data is they talked about how uh, Memphis, Milwaukee and Miami uh, had the highest increase uh, with just the growth of homes within that area over the last year, uh, Milwaukee was actually up uh, 46.2%. Uh, Memphis uh, has appreciated to 34%. Miami has appreciated to 20.4%. So I think that's you know pretty interesting when you think about um, even though we we're seeing higher inventory within. Uh, the housing market, um, we're seeing that home values are starting to come down because of interest rates. And also, uh, there are certain areas that are dealing uh, with just recessionary pressures within the housing, uh, their housing area. Uh, Milwaukee, Memphis, and Miami, uh, they have definitely appreciated um, over the last year. So, you know, I think that that could also be a continued theme. Uh, throughout 2023, you'll have certain areas that uh, tend to uh, have just better appreciating areas. Um, even when we see uh, just the migration of a lot of people from California moving to Texas and a lot of people from New York uh, moving to Florida, um, it really just goes to show people are really going to go to the places that they feel that they have more tax advantages uh, that may be uh, just uh pro entrepreneurship for business owners. Um, so those are some of the reasons of why you may continue to see uh, certain areas that may appreciate in value and some that may go down. I know there have been a lot of people uh, moving for much uh, higher expensive areas when you think about California and New York. So it's definitely very interesting. And I think just another thing that uh, really stands out to me that I've been paying attention to is households are starting to get priced out of the market. Uh, with rising prices and higher interest rates, uh, mortgage payments uh, have increased from $1,925 on a median price new home in early of 2022 to now uh, th that figure is actually $2,923 on the same house, uh, which is a 51% increase. And I was doing some uh, kind of just research with charts, uh, looking at some data uh, from the National Association of Home Builders. And as you can see here, it kind of just breaks down the changes of how much more people are paying with their monthly mortgage payments from, as you can see here in the column, 3.22%. Uh, if you look at a median net uh, new home uh, price of $450,700, uh, typically what the monthly mortgage payment would be is somewhere around $1,000. $925 and the minimum minimum income needed in order to get approved for that type of mortgage would have to be somewhere around $104,302 and it actually shows here in the in the chart that households that can afford that type of mortgage was at 34.2% 
Uh, since we've seen rates increase to about 7% now on a 30-year fixed mortgage, that has uh, changed that, that figure of households that it can afford their homes at 34.2% to only 20.3%. So, and also the minimum income needed for a property that has a 7% a mortgage rate and the average price of uh, what a household will have to pay with a 7% mortgage interest rate is somewhere around $147,071 within the household income. If you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show, Buzzsprout the easiest way to start a podcast so that just kind of shows you some of the dramatic changes of how interest rates are playing a role with what people are having to pay uh with their mortgages and and also just the cost of borrowing going up and another thing that's playing a role is there are also people that uh typically could have adjustable uh mortgage uh loans which i never really recommend that because especially in this type of climate this is where you deal with situations where someone's interest rate is somewhere at, you know, 10%, 9-10%, give or take. So you always want to go with a fixed rate, a rate that's not going to change. And even if you are buying a home in this type of environment, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing because you can always refinance at lower rates. But it definitely is interesting to kind of look at the data and see how uh, just interest rates is really uh, playing a role from just a seller and a buyer's uh, mindset. Now, also, as you kind of look at these charts where it breaks down uh, just how this interest rate is changing the mortgage payments and how much people are actually getting priced out of the market. Um, each hundred base point rise in mortgage rates, it requires roughly an additional $10,000 in household income to qualify for a similar size mortgage loan. Prices approximately 5 million additional households out of the market for a home at the same or similar price level. So I think that's pretty interesting when you kind of look at the income and see that uh, it you have to make more uh, in order to, to be approved for these type of mortgages that are having these rates at where they're at now, which um, it definitely is, you know, unfortunate as far as how it, it does make it tougher for some people to be able to buy a home. But also, I think when you look at it on the flip side, one thing that people have talked about is, 
you know, potentially us being in a bubble because of the inflated housing prices and how we need to have higher rates. So that way the market can, in a sense, stabilize. And before the peak in 2007, uh, the equity in people's homes was around $15 trillion, while the mortgage debt was only $9 trillion. And when the subprime mortgage crisis uh, had collapsed, and for those of you that may not be familiar of what the subprime mortgage crisis was, uh, this was when we had in 2008 and even before 2007, you had different mortgage banks and investment institutions that uh, were actually lending out uh, risky loans uh, to just buyers, uh, to people that really couldn't financially afford the homes. And a lot of these uh, different subprime mortgages uh, were actually just mortgage-backed securities. So the debt was actually being uh, collateralized uh, throughout the stock market. And it really just kind of created a domino effect where it was a lot of leverage in the system. And when, uh, when the housing bubble cracked and when you had people that could no longer afford their homes, that's when you had situations where um, people had to be evicted. A lot of people lost their homes, you know, during the great financial crisis. And then also you had uh, a recession during that time. So people were losing jobs and it just was not a good time, you know. So uh, when the home prices and all of that started to shatter and people actually started to experience this, uh, there was also a flip in homeowners equity that changed from positive to negative. And when looking at the industry, you know, kind of right now, a lot of people are are saying, are we in a bubble, you know, as of now, because uh, many people will argue that you had a situation uh, during the recovery of the pandemic where we had all of that stimulus that was provided to people to kind of help um, during just the whole uh, just COVID situation that we had. Um, we also had a lot of the PPP loans uh, for small business owners, all that stimulus and all the money printing that was facilitated throughout society. Um, it created an inflated market where now people are able to borrow debt at such a low cost with interest rates being at three to four percent where everyone was buying homes. And, you know, it really just kind of creates a situation now where uh, home equity is somewhere at a staggering 30 trillion dollars. And the mortgage debt has increased to $12 trillion. So that's an enormous spread um, when you think about just the amount of home equity that a lot of people have. And that could be a good thing. But, you know, I also think it could be a bad thing as well because, you know, some people will also say, you know, um, kind of the whole notion between, you know, buying low and selling high and, and how sellers are going to get to the point where as interest rates start to go up. They're not necessarily going to want to continue to hold their home because if, if you can sell your home at a bigger profit today than taking a further loss in the future, uh, that's the type of psychology that a lot of sellers are probably experiencing right now with if they should sell their home or if they should wait. Uh, and, and this is the median sales price of home sold. Uh, in the United States, it kind of shows here uh, in quarter uh, three of 2022, somewhere around $454,900. A lot of people have, have talked about when it comes to uh, just millennials when they were buying homes, you know, during, you know, 2021, uh, a lot of uh, 2020. Did you know that you can invest into Bitcoin through a tax shelter account known as an IRA? iTrust Capital allows their clients to invest in crypto 
through an individual retirement account or an IRA. IRAs are tax sheltered accounts, which means all your crypto trading is tax free and can even grow tax free over time. Clients have access to 24 seven investing anytime, any place. The best part is that it's totally free to open an account and there's no hidden fees. You don't need to pay any monthly subscription or membership fees either with a new mobile app that allows clients to trade whenever they want. iTrust Capital has really earned its place in the market being voted best crypto investment platform in the US. As a special tip for my viewers and listeners, if you open and fund an account, you will get a $100 funding bonus added to your account. To learn more, click the link in the show notes and open a free account and get started contributing to your Bitcoin IRA today. You know, if they might have probably rushed into buying a home or maybe even possibly overpaid for their property. And according to CNBC, uh, they stated how the number one reason for buyer's remorse is that they spent too much on their first home. Uh, while the second most common regret was rushing the home buying process. And so far, what we're seeing in the housing market is that sellers and buyers are at a standstill because interest rates are pricing buyers out of the market and sellers are trying to determine when may be the best time to sell their home. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, if market values continue to go down um, and you also continue to see uh, just more households losing equity in their homes, uh, sellers may rush into the market and this could be a catalyst uh, to increase inventory with homes throughout the market. I think also with a gradually cooling market, uh, this also gives buyers more time to make a decision on buying a home. And I think that with the increase in interest rates and home values coming down, uh, this could also help stabilize the housing market. But I think overall, what it's going to come down to with the housing market throughout 2023 is just the direction of, of inflation. Is it going to start to cool down and, and get lower uh, around that three to four percent range? Uh, or are we going to continue to see stagflation in our economy? Um, how long is the Fed going to continue to keep raising interest rates? And a lot of things that people have been talking about is that our federal funds rate is starting to get a little bit closer uh, to being able to eventually pass the current inflation rate right now. Inflation is somewhere around 6.5%. Um, so I would say if the Fed, you know, raises uh, rates a few more times, um, we could be looking at them possibly starting to consider if they're going to pause or um, if they're going to stop, uh, you know, momentarily. But nonetheless, I think that that's going to play a role. And then, you know, lastly, the economic growth with the economy and, and just the recessionary pressures of what's happening globally and also here in the United States is going to also have a role uh, with the housing market throughout 2023. But I hope all of this was helpful for you all. Um, as always, please continue to rate, leave a review, uh, share this with your family and friends. And I thank you all so much for listening and have a blessed day.